If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So here's the thing that I'm learning. I guess a lot of people aren't smoking weed anymore. They're now eating it. I have a combination of many different things, you know, whatever. I like to smoke that sh- I hear you, because I like to smoke that shit. And I'm going to tell, tell you why. You get way more stoned when you smoke it than when you mm. eat it. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes one doesn't want to be that messed up, and you just want a light little tingle. Mm. When mm. Who doesn't want to be that? Listen, man, that light little tingle is like spidey senses to me, man. That shit's like a fucking anxiety. Well, you're issue. you're a large man. You're a large man, and also that you shit's have like oh, a truck's coming. That light little tingle. I'm telling you, I don't you, want the I, light little tingle. I want to be knocked out, like the whole body tingle. Right. And be like a truck's coming. I there don't are, give a fuck. There I can't are those move. of us. There are those of us out there that kind of just want a light little. Ooh, that flower looks really red. <laughs> <laughs> no. my, my my weed shop my weed shop i walk in and they're like you're back already <laughs> i mean i'm not complaining but geez kid <laughs> i love that you, you probably keep the lights on in that place you're like Dude. you're like norm and cheers <laughs> I walk in. they got a nickname for me and everything man i woke up singing your song today which one? What you trying to get into a day of shoon? What you trying, what you to, trying do? to get into? 
When Donald and I used to be young and go out, we would uh, we would text. <laughs> I guess we would probably call each other like, "Yo, what you trying to get into tonight? What you trying to get into tonight? Dude? What you trying to get into tonight?" That used to be the go to when we'd be at work. It would be like it would be like six o'clock, and we get off early. Let's say it was a Wednesday, and we'd get off at around you know nine or ten. And at around 9 to 10, that's when the club kind of opens up, right? We'd be like, yo, yo, what you trying to get into? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have work. If they were like, you don't have to be at work until 10 o'clock in the, in the, in the morning tomorrow, it would be like, yo, dude, I don't got work till 10. What about you? I don't got work till 10. What you trying, trying to get, to get into? into. And then, and then now that we're old, we're just say it like jokingly, like, "Yo, what you trying to get into tonight?" And we're like, "I'm trying to Nothing. go to sleep at eight. I'm trying to get in my bed, <laughs> right? I'm trying to." But uh, then, to then some, and then as we've told you, Donald's uh, name, middle name is Adeoshun. So then it became a song. I don't know if I wrote it or you. I think I wrote you it. You wrote it. What you trying to get into, Adeoshun? What you trying to do? But I often. <laughs> It sounds like a Sesame Street song. One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, ten eleven, eleven, twelve. <laughs> what you trying to get into? I dare soon. What you trying to do? do? <laughs> you had some, you had one, some two, flavor three, to four, it. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm trying to stay out till one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 nine, ten, eleven. eleven, eleven I like it when you do it because you add a little sauce. You're like. Trying to get into what what you're trying to. It's that Al Jarreau, man. We were yeah, you Al Jarreau it up. You Al Jarreau it up. What you trying to get into? I'm trying to what you trying to get into. This is welcome to the stoned out version of Fake Doctors and Real Friends. Well, listen, every morning, I will be almost, navigator today. almost every morning, I wake up singing a song. And I don't know if I've thought about it in my sleep or what, but I, I hum, assuming I'm in a good mood, which is often, I, I have a little song while I'm doing my morning pee and I'm just bopping my head to something. And you never know what it's going to be. But this morning, it was, what you trying to get into, what you trying to do, what you trying to do. <laughs> oh man, I miss those days. I yeah, miss man. those days of what you're trying to get. Well, was into, there a place called jo- Joseph's we used to go to? There was Joseph's, yeah, and that was just off of Yucca, yeah, and you know, Ivar. Isn't there a line in uh, in, um, in? Is it made? Yeah, made. You think I'm trying to spend the rest of my life living on Yucca? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Vince Vaughn in yeah. the very very underrated movie Made. I think it's, I love uh, that movie because fast- you stole my van and I don't like you. Yeah, if you haven't seen Made, see Made. John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. It was after Swingers, and they were. It was like I think Favreau's next film after that. Oh no! That they had blown up after, like the two of them. Oh, so yeah, up. they blew up and they did other stuff. But that was the next movie they did together. They came back and did this one together. And the only thing funnier than Made is watching the outtakes. You got to watch oh, Vince. I don't know if we have we talked about this yet on the podcast. We're already getting to the point where I don't remember if we've said this already. But no, we haven't talked. You got to watch if you want to laugh your ass off. Watch Vince Vaughn riffing like only Vince Vaughn could back in the day. And making shit up, and Favreau struggling to get through the scene, and it is hilarious. The two of them together, man, that shit is magic. Like they should really go back. I know they're they're both very grown now, and both very seasoned now. Also, I It'll wonder if the nice. magic's lost though. Maybe I don't know, man. I because think some I, of it was they were so young, and I mean, Swingers was just fucking incredible, and they were just so young and wide eyed, and they had the just the most amazing banter. 
and yeah. um, and 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 they would improv like crazy, and it was just I don't know. Vince Vaughn was the quickest mofo in the world back in the day. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you something right now, man. I think they're both so like. Look at us, man. I think if we were to do Scrubs now, knowing what we know about comedy and about the industry and about timing and about making television and stuff like that, if we were to go back and start all over from the beginning mm-hmm. with our knowledge. Scrubs would have been way more funny. That's like anything. It would have been way more funny. I think the two of them still have their, you know, I think they still have their uh their 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 connection. Their magic. They, their magic. And if they were to go out there and do another I, I would personally love to see another incarnation of the two characters from Swingers, uh a la Maid. Well, uh, whatever way it would made, be. Made. I don't know anyone that's seen Made other than you and I. But uh, it's that's very bullshit, funny. man. That it was not. A, so... It was not. A, it was not a hit or not a popular movie. I don't think. Oh man, such a good movie. Cardiff Giants, all of that stuff, and then how Vince yeah. Vaughn spent all the money in one night and everything. Yeah. Come on, man. That shit's <laughs> just so. It's such a good. Yeah, and then the, the scene I love when they when they get their per diem and then right, <laughs> and he spends. <laughs> he's like, so this is my per diem. Right, like Vince, Vince Vaughn's character can't get can't get his head around the idea that he just gets cash. Right, this is mine. So this is my per diem. This is my yeah. This is your <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he starts handing money out on the plane because <laughs> this is, is how Bob I do. Daddy in this movie too. Yes, he is. Yes, yes. And, and, it? and Sam Rockwell plays a guy who works at the hotel. They're staying at like it's supposed to be like the Mercer Hotel down in it's Soho. Like Soho, yes. Right, <laughs> and uh, and you get a goldfish. Remember, he plays like. <laughs> We could yes. do a podcast on May, Donald. We should do a special episode. By the way, you know what we should do one day? Yeah. Let's say we really keep liking this and we run out of episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do season nine. We'll just, yeah, we should do season nine. We should but do it then all. we should start doing this for movies we love. Like, we'll just like do a rewatch of our favorite films. I'd love to do that. Maybe we could get the guests of our favorite films. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could have, we could have uh, Vince Vaughn and, uh, and John if we Favreau. got see, that's the problem though. If John Favreau was on our podcast, I don't know how long I would be able to hold out before asking him for a job in Star Wars or Marvel. Yeah, I don't know probably, how long I'd be able to hold that's out. Probably for. A, be, achoo! bless you, don't Sorry. die, dude. That's bless probably you. why he doesn't want to uh, come on. I'm sh- yeah, that's probably exactly why. You he know, a lot of these guys, work. like I imagine, you know. John Favreau's of the world, or people that get entrenched in the Star Wars universe, especially they probably don't. Or Marvel, leave their, man, Marvel is, is they bigger wanna, than Star Wars. They probably Wars don't want to leave their house. They're like, oh god, the Donald Faison's of the world are going to be like, damn. Hey, I'm, <laughs> in, um, I'm chilled out. Hold on. In, um, in Iron Man, um, no. at, at three minutes and twenty one seconds, no. in, um, is that a real no. explosion? No, you'll never hear me ask about the move. You know what? I made that mistake once in life, and I got the answer I wanted, and I was so in awe of. The fact that he was talking to me about what about his process or his process that or his I process. or process that I fucking missed every word he said. I met so I've met George Lucas quite a few times because I'm a mm-hmm. huge Star Wars fan, and mm-hmm. we had just finished watching Revenge of the Sith, Sith at Skywalker Ranch, and he's standing with uh, of all people Sam Jackson, Mace Windu, and Ludacris, right? And Ludacris had said to me, you know, I'm thinking about getting into acting. Is there any advice you could give me? And I said to him, dude, you know how to do music videos and stuff like that. You know how to rap and everything. Just bring everything, all of that energy that you bring in your music, just bring that to acting, that concentration. Just do that. And he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I, 
when he did that, I was like, all right, so now he did that in front of George Lucas. I now have an end to George Lucas to ask George Lucas, so how'd you come up with Star Wars? Oh, God. So I'm embarrassed already. I said, so how'd you come up with Star Wars? And he fucking answered the question. He's like, well, so what I do is I, you know, I sit down in my house and I'm like, oh, what would be an interesting galaxy? Uh, let's see, uh, maybe a galaxy far away. And then I could come up with the idea of a planet. Okay, on this end, this galaxy, there's a planet. What would the planet be? Let's say it's Tatooine, okay? And then what's, what's it like on Tatooine? And he goes into the whole fucking thing on how wow. he's creating galaxies and, you know, and I'm sitting there, and in my mind, I'm like, fucking George Lucas is talking to me. Fucking George Lucas is talking to me. Fucking and you didn't George hear the Lucas answer. To me. I didn't hear one word he said. <laughs> he gave me the algorithm to Star Wars, and I wasn't listening because I was so in awe of the fact that I was talking to George Lucas. You oh think this God. is a lie? This is the honest. I walked away like, you fucking moron. You fucking didn't listen. You know what's funny? In my mind, George Lucas was like, hey, invite Donald Faison because I might put him in on one of the leads of one of my new films. Okay, sir, we'll invite him. And then you get there and he's like, oh, no, he's one of those guys who asked me how I come up with Star Wars. Forget it, Jimmy. Dude, I sat in front of him for Revenge of the Sith, right? And he's behind me. And I, I loved Revenge of the Sith. Even when I saw it back in the day, I loved it. I still oh, Joel, it. look at the face Joel's giving you. And I sat in front of him. And I remember I was there and we had, you know, we had cocktails before the movie. It was like this big MTV premiere. We had cocktails. We had food, et cetera. I might have even smoked a cigarette back then. This was a long time ago, right? Mm. And I'm there with this girl that I'm dating, and we are watching Revenge of the Sith. And the movie ends, and I turn around, and I look at him, and I can see he's like, what would you think? And I'm like, dude, it was fucking amazing. You did it, George. You, no, you fucking didn't. did it. No, you oh, didn't. my God. I'm, I'm losing my mind. I grab oh, him. No. I give him a hip-hop you hug and everything. You grabbed him? Yeah, I give him a big hug and everything. I'm like, I can't believe you. You did it, George. You fucking did it. Oh, my God. And I turn around, and I go, whew, I can't believe it. He fucking did it. And I say it to the girl I'm dating at the time. And she was like, oh, my God. Babe. Your breath smells <laughs> so bad right now. <laughs> but I'm like all in his face. Oh, my God. George, you fucking did it. Oh, you no. did That's it. so embarrassing. By the it way, I have very- another embarrassing story related to Star Wars you did. Oh, what did I do? Doesn't Kathleen Kennedy have an identical twin? Oh, God, twin? she has an identical twin. And you twin went and sister. congratulated the identical twin. Yeah, I did. I oh, congratulated. Oh, my God. We were- and you know what? And here's the problem with it. Here's the problem with it. No, all. bro, that was embarrassing. I was with you yeah. for that one. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. And then she laughed at me about it after I told her. I was like, I just fucking went up to your sister and congratulated her on Star Wars. And you were so like, dialed in with these people. I just don't understand how we can't get you apart. <laughs> You're friends with the cowboy hat guy. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. You're friends with Kathleen Kennedy and or her identical twin. George <laughs> Lucas knows how bad your breath can be. Why can't these fucking people hire you to be in these movies? I did Felicity with J.J. Abrams. Yeah. You're like, it's, it's uh, God, what, I, I, I really, I really want to make it one of my life priorities to at least get you in one of these movies. I mean, fucking Ed Sheeran's in, 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 in costume, hidden, doing cameos in these movies. Why can't Ed you Ed Sheeran's be? in Game of Thrones, too, man. It's like, you know. Why can't you what be? what it is. Because one, I, I don't Who can I call? Who can I call? You got a lot of friends you could call, dude. You're freaking well. I was, at, I was at the same call hotel. Call Spielberg and make Spielberg call, Luke, uh, call Lucas, who will then call everybody over at Disney. You know who you need to get in touch with? What? These are the two people I need you to get in touch with for me. Yeah. Feige? Mm. 
Okay, I don't really know Foggy, but I'm writing it down. Kevin Foggy. Okay, I'm going to call him today. Who else? And the head of Disney. Well, Sean Bailey is a friend of mine. He's uh, he's the head of production, president of production at Disney. So I'm going to call Sean Bailey. Okay, Sean Bailey. Uh-huh. Foggy. Okay. Now, will you make sure that when you meet them, you have a mint in your mouth? I will, I will definitely. I will definitely mint up that day. I, I will not once... only mint up that day. I will keep all of my emotions buried as Jedi do. I was on. Uh, I hung I out with JJ while he was making uh, the last uh, Star Wars movie. We were staying at the same hotel, and I would often see him in the lobby of the hotel, and we would uh, we would shoot the shit. And I remember him sitting with a laptop, clearly in my mind, which was tweaking the screenplay over by the fireplace in the lobby in London. And I thought, oh my god, Donald would freak out right now. JJ's over by the fireplace, what looks clearly like doing a rewrite of the script. Yeah, you know. You're so lucky that I was not there. I know, because you would have gone over and been like, you did it! No, no, no. You'd be like, Donald, get off of me. No, no, no. Let's let's just be honest with it it all. The order of appreciation for the Star Wars trilogies is the first trilogy, obviously, the the Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, those three. Then you got to go Clone Wars. You got to do all of that stuff. You got to go episode one, two, and three, and Joelle, then you got to go. I, I can't. I can't weigh in, Joelle. Please weigh in because you you it's speak. One hundred percent right so far. There, you speak. No then you got to go seven, eight, nine. You know. You know. Uh, and and the thing about seven, eight, nine is it started so great, and then it kind of went off in a direction that nobody, you know, some people love it, some people don't love it, and then they tried to you know correct it, and I don't know. I don't know. You know, a lot of people. Really, really love the new trilogy. I'm one of those people who's a little, you know, a little iffity-dippity about it. I love Star Wars for the rest of my life. Don't ever get it twisted. I will always be a true fan of Star Wars. I'm not necessarily sure that the last trilogy was my favorite. That's all. Okay. I feel like that's super fair. I feel like it's, it's definitely a 50-50 split on fans. I think it'll see a lot like with the original or with the prequels we saw a lot of kids who that was their first star wars are like ride or die for it they're like you can't tell me anything the prequels are amazing it's my first experience so i'm sure we'll have another crop of kids who are like no kylo is everything and i really like the relationship between ren and kylo and there's a lot to love uh scene wise there's a ton of like scenes and moments scenes and moments exactly joel you're nailing it ray shooting lightning was like what is even happening like so good or just the storyline between Kylo and and Ray, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. and how they found each other, and the you know, it gets a little twisted. I feel like, and this is just my personal belief, and I love, I you know, I as a movie by itself, I think uh, the Last Jedi is a good movie, but in the trilogy form, I don't think it fits at all. I think it's like, and I think it's because they're writing around shit in the two that surround it. You know what I mean? So mm, in mm. The Force Awakens, they wrote a story. He deviates from the story. And then J.J. tries to correct. But- yeah, the course correcting at the end did not work for me. I love The Last Jedi. It's my favorite of the new trilogy. But it's because it has a lot of tropes that I look for in a Star Wars. It takes a lot of the Clone Wars moments that I love and brought them to the like the big screen. And I was all like, Haldo? Blowing up the ship, like that's my next tattoo. Very legitimately. Her but who the fuck is Holdo, man? And where the fuck does Holdo come Dad, from? If you had read the book Princess of Alderaan, you would know exactly who oh, that's Leia's shit. best friend. Yeah, I totally, so I, totally, I, I totally get that. But for the majority of Star Wars fans, who the fuck is Holdo? It's, it's like the, people that it's like introducing Darth Maul again in Solo. 
most of the people didn't want, most Star Wars fans who see the movies have never watched the Clone Wars and have never watched Rebels. So they have no idea that Darth Maul survives this fall uh, from uh, from Obi-Wan mm-hmm. Ken- when Obi-Wan okay. Kenobi slices okay. him in half. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Just, Donald, just wait a second. I'm worried that people are tuning out. I'm worried that people... I'm worried, I'm worried that people are we're like, pin it. we're going to pin it. Podcast. We're going to pin it now. We're going to pin it now. We're going to pin it now. Let's get back to scrubs. Is there something you want to say, Joelle? I was going to put a period on it and then we can move on, which is, this is the new, the new conversation of nerds. Old nerdom used to be, you had to read all the comics to go into the movies, the TV shows to enjoy the stuff because that's where all the juicy details were. And that's how we separated. And I don't want to reopen the argument of what a true nerd is. You can like things and be as nerdy about them as you want to. But I find something so, so satisfying about having read a hundred comic books and 36 novels and getting to the movie. And then all of that back work is paid off in the film. It's beautiful. I know it alienates some people and that frustrates people, but get on board. Like it's awesome. (laughs) Joel, you and I are the same person. I've read damn near every Star Wars comic book my, like I have singles, I have the actual graphic novels, I have it all. But that being said, man, it's like you got to look at it as a lot of people don't read that shit. And because they don't read that shit, you got to keep the story. You know, you can still pay homage and have little inside jokes, but you can't make actual storyline about things that happen in a comic that only you know, like a million people read. You know what I mean? You just can't. You just can't. I understand what you're saying. I still love it. <laughs> no doubt. Same here. And that being said, five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. I think we should have kept going. I think we should have kept the preamble because you know why? People are going to think, Joel and Donald have begun a Star Wars podcast, and I accidentally clicked on that. <laughs> By the way, that was I'm, literally only three minutes, dude. It was no, literally only It was three great. Minutes. I was able to get a light nap in. Listen, um, <laughs> Isaac, Isaac Washington, Ted Lang from The Love Boat. Yes. He's in How this awesome episode. is that? He's amazing in this episode, too. Yes, he's a good actor. And I, I always like him. thought that he had done more episodes than just this one. I thought he was in two of them. Now, did you watch The Love Boat? There's so many episodes of The Love Boat. It's like over 200 episodes of The Love Boat. Did I've you watch several, it as a kid? I watched several episodes of The Love Boat. I do believe he did more than this. I think we didn't we have other cast members from The Love Boat on yes, the show? Yes, well, Doc. Doc was on. Um, wasn't Doc on? Yeah, I believe so i i could let's this is a scrubs wiki question no we can't put him to work right away dude how are we doing with him joelle do we getting him his funko pops good. okay he's happy i'm working on that yes you gotta keep he's him happy. happy it's like you gotta keep you gotta feed the beast you gotta give him swag every time he answers a question donald do you want me to do the recap oh yeah oh yeah did you rehearse i didn't this time okay let me get my timer ready um i don't really think this is i'm gonna say something controversial that i don't say very often Right? Yeah. This episode's not that great. Okay. I I I wow. That's that's something to be said. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. And by the way, two all-stars behind it, Matt Tarsus and Mark Buckingham. I'm just saying it wasn't one of my favorites. I, I didn't LOL. It doesn't much. really go anywhere at the end. It this is just like a day in the life in the hospital. And it kind of you'll kind of hear that in my recap. It feels uh, like a B-side. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like, right. It's like the Wu-Tang Clan came out with Protect Your Neck. 
and on the B side was Method Man. The Method Man song is dope, and the Protected Next. I can't. This is a bad example because both songs were so really were just really good. All right. This well, is, I think we yeah. all know a song on the album that comes out that's like, eh, it's not the best song, but I'll still play it. Right. And that's how I feel about this episode. It's like, it's fine. There's some funny shit. And there's the opera singer singing, mistake. Mistake. And there's some, there's a couple funny things, but I was, I, I didn't, I didn't really laugh out loud that much. Okay. Rob made that me laugh out said, loud. Here we go. All Start right. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get my timer ready. Okay. And go. The gang has reached a new level of confidence, but all make big mistakes in this episode. Mm. They all have to learn to live with it. Because let's be honest, in real life, you don't get a do-over. Some find it very challenging, some find it very easy, but in the end, all of them are happy with how they've confronted their mistake and have learned a lesson, or so it seems. Okay, well, that was 23 seconds. Ow. That's all I need. I feel like you need to be um, really using your time. Because no, fuck you that got, shit. You, I'm you trying. Have, listen, I have listen, I have anxiety listen, over you, this every fucking episode. Well, dude. good. You had seven seconds. You could have gone into detail about the janitor wearing a white coat. Well, no, because that's not the that's not the that's not a recap. That's I think when you story. Wait, listen, my, my that's friend, telling the when story. you have when you're lo- when you're fucking just giving up seven seconds, you could be talking about the B story, the C story. You could that's that's well, but powerful. I think that's what we're supposed to do in the podcast. No, but B you could story, also be like, and also the janitor wear, you could be like, and also the janitor wears a white coat because he tries to make okay. things jealous. Tell me, tell me if I have, tell me if I get this in seven seconds. And right. also the janitor wears a white coat because JD decided to wear a white coat to work one day. Okay. That was a very funny storyline, though, I thought. I the thought janitor? the fact that, no, well, that too, but the fact that JD decided to wear, you know what, I'm a fucking resident now, I'm going to wear a white coat to work. Right. And, 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 because I'm important, and I'm a doctor, and I need right. this white he coat status. He was feeling himself. He was, he feeling was totally himself. feeling himself. He feeling accomplished. Yeah. You know? Well, and then, a um, little bit of trivia, Dr. Cox does not wear a white coat the whole episode. Which is odd, because he wears a white coat. Always. Right, and I think I, I get. I'm assuming it was uh, some directorial choice to have him in his biceps. By the way, his biceps—he must have done a lot of. I have a sense that Johnny and the director decided, "Oh, I won't wear a white coat just to really accentuate what a dork JD is." And then Johnny was like, "But, but in lieu of a white coat, my biceps are going to be fucking pumped." He doesn't fuck around, man. You can I tell he that- was curling before each scene. You can tell that Johnny does not fuck around when it comes to fitness, man. No. His fitness was, you know, I don't know how, I'm, you know, his his wife is very health conscious when it comes to eating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Johnny was like that before he met her, but he definitely was putting on, he was definitely in the well, gym. I don't know about diet wise, in. but bro, he was always ripped. Yeah, he was putting that work he in. He puts dude. us to shame, dude. Yeah, he dude, is ripped. Easily. How are you doing on your fitness thing, by the way? Because I've been being a little lazy. I mean, obviously, I've, I've got a few things on my mind, but I've been—I haven't really been killing it. Well, until they make weed that doesn't give you the munchies, I'm in deep shit, pretty okay. much. Like I work out. You're stuck out, in a loop. I work out an hour every day, pretty much. I work out, you know, with the trainer. I work out, you know, on my Peloton. Mm-hmm. I have food that's delivered to me. Shout out to Trifecta Nutrition. Do you know, by the way, in um, there's an allowable amount of of like insect and rodent yeah. parts allowed in tuna. Well, you're allowed to eat. There, yeah, the FDA allows you to allows packaging and all of that stuff. You're allowed to eat a certain amount of 
I'm sure it's in all foods because you just can't control. You can't get right. if you have a factory, you can't get your insect slash rodent problem down to zero. But there right. is like a literally you can Google it. There's like an allowable amount of of like roach slash rat parts allowed in tuna fish. <laughs> Did you know that, Joel? You're ruining food for so many people. I'm just telling you. If you don't believe me, if you're sitting there listening, going, "If you like tuna salad sandwich, you might want to change your." Joel, can you Google what the allowable amount of of roach slash rodent parts in tuna is? It's Googleable. Just like that. Joel's gonna Joel's gonna do it for you guys because you're probably jogging or breastfeeding or doing the dishes. (laughs) I've been listening to podcasts while I do uh, dishes. It's nice to it speeds along the dishes. Does it? Yeah. You have a lot of dishes like that where you got to be where you're washing for an hour. And well, I my have? girlfriend's a really good. No, I don't listen to the whole podcast. My girlfriend's a really good cook, and she's always hey, making. Hey, just stuff because she uses a lot of pots and pans doesn't make her a really good cook, bro. You know for a fact oh. my girlfriend's a ridiculous cook. Your oh. girlfriend's a very fucking good cook. She's a yeah. phenomenal. Uh, not only is she making these gourmet meals, but also there's like breads going during the day, and it's like a whole thing. And I'm so appreciative of it. But then I look at the sink, and it's like, <laughs> like psycho. And uh, so I gotta oh, go in. Oh God, on Joelle's it. face is not making. She's not making. Oh, uh, what is it, Joelle? Right. Okay, oh my God. here we go. Uh, this is according to LiveScience.com. Ground cinnamon can contain up to an average of 400 egg. Insect fragments per 50 grams. Yeah. Oregano can do an average of 300 insect fragments per 10 grams. Yeah. Anything that on tuna? Gross. I remember tuna being high. How many grams in an ounce? 28. 28 grams in an ounce? How do you know that, Daniel? How do you think I know that? Because you be <laughs> selling that shit on the regular. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't get the cops coming to his door. Wait a second. The feds Joelle, ain't did coming you, after. Did you the find, cops ain't coming to be the feds. Did you, find, the feds. Did you find tuna, uh, Joel? I think that's what Daniel just showed to you, right? No, he no? was talking about how many grams... In and out. I just know how many grams are oh, in and out. <laughs> no, no, okay, Joelle. Parts no, of bugs and tuna. Yeah, and yeah, out. tuna. Look, tuna specifically. Because I remember reading that being like, oh, you're allowed to have rat parts in your tuna. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, my episode is supposed to have Cat Stevens, Here Comes My Baby, but I didn't have it on there. Did you guys have it? No, no. I think it's on the DVD version. Oh, see, this is one yeah, of those so examples of they replaced the song. I definitely didn't have that beautiful Cat Stevens song, Here Comes My Baby. In this I episode. found it very interesting in this episode that a bunch of doctors didn't know where the G-spot was. <laughs> well, um, I found only, that very only Sarah's character didn't know where the G-spot No, was. and the young... Uh, she was a nurse. She was a young nurse. That doesn't mean... Listen, man, come on now. Come no, on, buddy. I think that, that it wasn't like... It, 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 she was a that particular young woman didn't know, and because Sarah was being slut shamed. By the way, this episode is about someone being slut shamed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Sarah yeah, was being slut shamed by the entire hospital because she had a one night stand. That's fair. I find that very interesting, and this is a an age old argument, but I find it very interesting that women aren't allowed to, or in society society based, women aren't allowed to be as sexual as they want to be without being shamed for it. Yeah, I, I think that's ridiculous too. And I think this episode uh, early on was trying to was trying to point it out how, how bullshit it was. Also, Sarah's looking for some sort of identity. Elliot's looking for some sort of identity in the hospital. She doesn't really have any. You and Judy tell her that her only identity is being white. And um and she's looking for 
something that will help her stand out. So then as much as she doesn't like um, the attention she gets for this one-night stand, she's then starting to enjoy it a little bit because she's like, oh, I love, you know, towards the end, she starts like feeling it a little bit. She's like, I'm Elliot Reed, tramp. <laughs> but there's nothing, I, I, that's the one thing that, I'm, that I, I find, it's just a little weird to me. You know, a guy sleeps with a lot of girls, and he can still be looked at as a stud. A girl sleeps with a lot of guys; she's a slut. You know, why I mean? is that? Why is that? I don't understand. I don't. I don't, I don't understand it either. Because I, a woman's I, body used to be a commodity, and so it can be tarnished. Whereas a guy can't tarnish his body because not worth anything other than what you can fight for. But if a girl's body is violated, then was she worth marrying? And we just haven't let go of that thought process. That's well some said, stupid. Joel. That's some stupid ass shit right there, Joel. I can't. I can't get over that. <laughs> it is real talk though that it's bullshit that there is a double standard and women can't do all the fun adventures. No, they can. They just are gonna get shamed for it. I know, but that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. I agree that that's fucking bullshit. The, all yeah. the guys. The whole point in this episode is these guys. All these these macho surgeons are all chest bumping and high fiving and talking about women. And then Sarah like goes and has a one night stand, and the whole hospital's talking about it, and everyone's staring at her, and everyone's giggling, and everyone's, and and this game of telephone goes around the whole hospital until finally it gets whispered in her ear, and she's like listening, and she's like, wait, I'm Elliot Reed. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't so, laugh at that? You didn't think that was funny? I thought that was funny. I thought Sarah was funny in this. She made me laugh a few times, and Rob made me laugh a few times when he when when he um. And he's when he's doing his motorboating. Oh, <laughs> when gosh. He goes, I mean, he does some funny fucking oh, shit. I, I I laughed. I I thought it was real cool the way it was shot. Me high fiving all of my friends. And yeah, the that spin was cool. And all of that stuff. And then it cuts to me and he goes, "Bye, Turk. Bye, Turk." I thought that was very funny. What about your lisp, which is really prominent? And you go, "It is um, very." My you know, back, I, I wrote it down. To... You wrote, "My back is as swollen as Elliot's big ass breath, sir." Ugh, horrible. How many more episodes do we have to endure this lisp? I think it's like six or seven episodes before Bill was fighting. Oh. Like, you got to cut that shit now, off. Now I see what Bill... And these are the takes Bill chose. Yeah. And I'm sure you made you ADR it. But how you yeah. don't ADR it any better because you got the fucking lisp it's, still. That's one thing that changed a lot throughout Scrubs was my, my teeth. You know what I mean? I went from really tiny teeth to medium-sized teeth to season nine when I freaking get my teeth fixed. Like in season nine, I have temporaries, and and so you'll notice it when we start watching. My teeth look like fucking. They got, you know, I got jacked up teeth. You know what I mean? How many? Uh, how many types? How many different rounds of teeth have you had? I've had like four. Oh my god! So you had your baby teeth, right? Ba- the you- baby teeth that I started with. Then we then I tried to correct the baby teeth that I. When I look back at it now, I'm like, I wish I didn't correct it because my my smile was so youthful, but it was because I had teeth of a child. But Wait, I have a question. Did your teeth, did your baby teeth never fall out? They did, except for one. One didn't fall out, and it was stuck. Why didn't and you have it pulled? Because the big tooth grew around it, and I would have had a big gap in my, uh, in my mouth from that happening. Okay. Did your anyway, parents not take you to the dentist or some shit? They did, but I didn't want to get braces. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not getting braces. My oh, and then, ironic- bra- and then ironically, your most famous role was having braces. Yeah. To, to hide your fucked up teeth. To hide my fucked up teeth. Okay, so then we're in scrubs and you get your teeth redone. Yes. And then you had them redone again. Well, I got them redone. I got a bridge put in. And then one night while eating a, 
from Greenblatt's, I was eating a Ruben, pastrami Reuben sandwich from Greenblatt's, mm-hmm. and the bread was extra hard, and I broke my bridge. And so when I went back to get the bridge fixed, he was like, why don't we just put a screw in it, and there you won't ever have to worry about a bridge again. I was like, all right, fine, let's do that shit. And then the screw that they the the uh, fake tooth that they put in was bigger than all the teeth in my mouth. And so I was like, all right, now we got to fix this. Now I got to, for symmetry p- purposes, let's fix the whole thing. And that's how that's how it happened. Now these do these ones come out at night? You put them in like a cup. <laughs> They're not dentures. Oh, I picture they pop them out at night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you put that little tablet in there? The little, I don't uh, like you right now. You put that my grandfather bubbly, has that. You put that up. little bubbly tablet in there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's real funny when my when, when I used to visit my grandfather and he would wake up in the morning and didn't have his teeth in. How his face looked. I could only imagine me right now with no teeth in my mouth. Oh my god! It's not a good look. It's not. Uh, it's a good have, look for my grandfather. Hey, listen, I can be self-deprecating um, about my appearance as well. I have no chin. And it really, you know, so a lot of times the, the, the cinematographer and the director would shoot me in a way that I, I I didn't mind the way I looked. But this episode in particular, I kept going, oh, that is not a good angle. I, have, I just have no chin. I disagree with that. Listen, I think you have this, a chin. This, I think you just someone, might have someone, a little bit. Someone once wrote about me, like, some, like, Reporter was like writing a review, and they're like, "The chinless braff." See, that's some bullshit. Fucked and up. that's tab. That's a tabloid speaking right well, there. Well, it was like, obviously it obviously wasn't a nice person, but um, that's what they wrote. There's no way that's a respectable journalist. You know what I mean? Anybody who's going to sit there and make fun of someone's appearance to describe them is not a real journalist. Because we all come in different I'm shapes. I'm just saying, if I were to get sizes. dentures like yours, I would get, like, chin dentures. I don't have dentures, you fucking... <laughs> Let's go to break. We gotta go to break. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority. Therapy, personally for me, has helped me a lot focus on my goals. And you've heard me talk on the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Real Friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Real Friends. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm just saying if they made like a chin, I know they make chin implants, but I'm not going to go have surgery. But if there were like a temporary thing, like it was like a, the equivalent of dentures, but it just kind of clipped on <laughs> and made me look like I had a bigger chin. Maybe I'll get a prosthetic for like a, one of my roles, one, one of my movie parts. I, you know, I feel that way about my hair, man. I feel that way about my hair. You know, a lot of people are blessed with a lot of hair. I have hair that is leaving me. It's literally... You can get plugs, though. No, black people can't get plugs. Why? It just doesn't do well. Like it doesn't do well with the with the the healing process and all of these other things. They don't. Uh, it just doesn't. If you look it up, uh, African American hair doesn't do well with oh, hair plugs. I never. That's knew why that in trivia. all the Bosley commercials, it's mostly white men. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. What about a toupee? <laughs> what about you kiss my ass? What about let's get back into the show? <laughs> Jamie Foxx has a great one. Well. I don't know that I know that I know that Jamie does wear his hair. Okay. Is this something we can talk about? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tabloid pictures. I don't have the real skinny on what's going on, but you can see that that hairline really. LeBron James, too, his hairline constantly. Well, that's the greatest comeback ever in sports history, right there. It's his hairline, dude. LeBron, why don't you J- call uh, LeBron's guy? LeBron was bald, dude. He why was... don't you call LeBron's guy? I'm sure because LeBron... I, you know what, I think LeBron did the hair plugs and it worked for him because he has the scar on his head now. That's the problem with hair plugs. You had to get a scar on your head. Do you want me to call LeBron and ask him who did his plugs? Because I'm making other calls for you. I'm calling Feige. I'm calling Sean Bailey. Do you want me to add LeBron? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, LeBron hair plugs for Donald. Okay. Got a lot of calls to make today. I would you know the funniest out. part? Well, Matthew blood. McConaughey, what the hell did he do? Because that shit was on its way out, and now he has a full head of hair. He looks like freaking, he, he's, got a go, he's got golden locks. He's got a mane. Um, you know what the funniest part of this episode is? What's that? Ted's office. Yeah. We see Ted's office for the first time, and um, I wrote it down. He's so funny. I tell him that, uh, that he has anosmia, um, Ted Lang, and he goes, you cut off someone's nose? Where is it? Do you have it with you? You're disgusting. Get rid of the nose. <laughs> and then I go, Ted, just calm down. He goes, maybe you should calm down. <laughs> And then he goes to his file folder uh, and, and pulls it out and pulls out a file that says, oh, we don't have to worry. It's not our fault. And then I go, okay, t- thanks, Ted. And he goes, it's my birthday. And you're like, what? And I'm like, what? And he goes, nothing. And I leave. And he goes to himself, and many more. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lloyd. it pays off in the end. It pays yeah. off in the end when Judy's like, when Judy goes and tells Kelso about Cox actually not making a mistake. Yeah. And the hospital won't get sued. Right. And he's like, now get out of here. Because he's pissed that he can't berate Cox and, you know, make Cox feel low. He's right. like, get out of here because I'm about to make somebody hurt. Yeah. And here comes Ted with his cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> for his birthday. He's, lit in, he, he's got a cupcake with a candle in it that he's he's lit for himself. <laughs> he's like, you mind if I sit down, You sir? mind if I sit down? And, and Kelsey's like, yes, please. By all means. That's so funny. Well, how great is Sam Lloyd? Rest Sam in peace. Sam Lloyd, amazing. Rest in peace, Sam Lloyd. So amazing on this. By the way, speaking show. of rest in peace, I gotta mention that that beautiful woman from Glee who who they who they found today. Naya Rivera, drunk. yeah. Is it found Rivera? Yeah, they found they her. They found her. They found oh a body. God. They haven't TMZ is, says it's her. That but is they the haven't most, uh, that is the most tragic fucking story. I mean, people are just oh. dying in the most horrible ways, it feels like lately. Um Yeah. Um, and 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 uh, I I I don't know. I I thought that 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 she. I never met her in real life, but man, she was so talented and out on a boat with her kid. I mean, fucking hell. Yeah, it's uh, it's really crazy. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh, uh, and you guys, Russell Westbrook was just uh, tested positive for COVID nineteen. Wow. Who's that? I'm sorry. So Russell Westbrook is 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 one of the NBA's elite players. He's the only NBA player since Bill no, since uh, Oscar Robertson to average a triple double for an entire season. He's done it for a couple of seasons. Uh and he just tested positive for COVID. That's crazy. So the basketball season's not gonna really be able to happen, right? They're all in a bubble. If, listen, if golf can happen, if all of these other Golf is different. Happen. Golf, you're out on your own. These guys are going to be bumping up against each other. Yeah, but if you can, can – that's the whole thing. If you can contain the virus in that bubble and it not blow up in that bubble, you can 
then have a season. The problem you is, would do is it if I could. If you could safely tell me that everyone is being tested going into this bubble, yeah, I would do it. So what that's if you're like on going that and doing a movie? That's like going and doing a movie right now. If they can I assure you, they're not going to be able to. I I totally agree. But if they could assure you, we'll have everybody, crew included, and food being made within everything, catering everything. No one leaves this bubble after you've been tested and you get tested regularly. And then it all it takes is one person to go to make that mistake. Yeah. Beard Fassay's in the background in this episode. Yeah, good to see Beard Mick Fassay. Mickhead is in this yes. episode. Mickhead is one of the guys ogling Sarah Chalk. Yes, at the end of the episode. Yeah, lots of men are. What about when um, Todd is playing the bongos on Dr. Amato's head? That's funny. Yeah, that is very funny. I mean, he, oh, how about, uh, what did you say? Dr. Amato? Dr. Amato, yeah. What did you say before that? But you say something real Oh, I domo, domo arigato, arigato Dr. Dr. Amato. Amato. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they couldn't have found a, a shorter actor. And so there's there's all this like creative camera work to try and make him seem shorter than he actually is. Yeah. I mean, the guy did a great job, but I don't know why they didn't just hire a shorter person. Yeah, there's one shot where at the end it's definitely a camera up high uh, on a high angle looking down at him and right. then on a camera on a low angle looking yeah, at Yeah, they had to accentuate it. To make it seem I mean, like he's short. He's... he's a short man, but I mean... They tried to make him Hobbit short, though. Like... Yeah, they tried to they tried to do some Hobbit shit, right? Yeah. Where they, like, cheated the, the size of him. Yeah. That's funny when she... Uh, Elliot's talking about, you know, when she gets into... Uh, she says, I'm Elliot Reed Tramp. She starts to get into it. And she's like, I, I, told the, I told her the only two sexual positions I know, and then I just started naming bugs. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, the thing is, she said she already tried stink bug. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, we should talk about this bingo game that everybody's been playing now that Joel brought to our attention. I brought Did it that... to your attention. Well, Joel brought it to your attention. No, she didn't. Oh, you I just it liked you... it. Oh. <laughs> I just put a heart on it. I was like, I saw it on Twitter. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. Uh, you already said a, quite a few things from the... I was on time, oh, so are you can't... Pl- are you playing uh, the game as we No, go? but I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. These are our habits that we seem to do in every episode or almost every episode. Enough so that somebody can play a game of bingo. Right. I don't have it in front of me. What were some of the things? Well, you saying that's funny? Have I said that so far? You said that several times so far. Okay. Today. Me being late. Uh, me saying, you know what I mean? Us arguing. Us arguing. Five, yeah. six, seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, what was some you of the singing. Me singing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think it's when Joel or Dan speaks. Both right. have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got every everyone covered. Joel, what are some of the other ones? Do you have it up in front of you? I was trying to look for it so we could give credit. It was to on person. Twitter, yeah. Someone made a, yeah. A, a a fake doctor's real friends bingo card. Let's see if I can find it. Hey, by the way, I was thinking, you know, now that Europe is 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 really conquered this, we could go tour, do this show, and tour it across Europe. That's if they'll let us in. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're not allowed we'll have in. We have to sneak in. We'd have to figure in. out a way to We're get in. We're allowed in, in the Europe. UK. We could just tour the UK. <laughs> We'd, we'd, <laughs> that's the only Oh, man. Issue. But, all right. Imagine Europe starts letting us in again. Because this country, I'm sorry, we are so fucked with this virus right now. <laughs> and it's not getting any better. So I thought you and I are, should go on a European tour. 
and we're going to tour fake doctors, real friends around. We're going to bring Joel and Daniel. We're going to get a big ass tour bus and we're going to make the fake doctors, real friends express. Wow. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. Let's Could do it. Could it be like a national lampoons European tour? Yeah. Type we're going to go on all the adventures. We're going to um, do this show live in front of people. They're going to come to the theater. I, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm not talking about tomorrow because we're not allowed in Europe anyway, but I'm saying like soon. All right. I'm down for that. You know, the second, the second we started Europe, talking about touring recently, so maybe that's where we I just start. think I'm, I'm tired of being in my house, and I know you are too. And what if there was a way, once Europe allows American citizens back in, how embarrassing is that sentence? <laughs> Do you know, I think I read online there's like only 20 or 25 countries that U.S. citizens are currently allowed into. Okay. <laughs> We're fucking, what a laughing you know, stock I read another. I read another, I read another. I read another article where it said Florida is the fourth highest uh, country, uh, not fourth highest country, but it has, uh, it's the fourth highest in all of the world, uh, countries included, uh, COVID. Yeah. It goes yeah. something like Germany. So another country, the United States of America, and then Florida. Yeah, DeSantis nailed it. Nailed it, DeSantis. Let's do a real quick pickup here with the fake Dr. Jill friends bingo. Uh -huh. Okay, so the person who created it is on Twitter as at brown underscore bear underscore Moby, M-O-B-E. Oh, uh, brown bear Moby. Yeah, some of the other topics that would have you been able to put on your thing today is... Um, Donald does an Oprah impression. Hello! <laughs> no, but he, we haven't gotten there yet, but he's going to do it when we have the guests, so you would have yeah, had that yeah. one. What uh, else? Ask Bill, Star oh, Wars talk. Oh, my that. God, Star Wars talk. <laughs> what else? Um, ringtone reference, Willie talk. We haven't. Oh, yeah, we did Willie talk. A little bit of Willie talk. Uh, we haven't uh, done a ringtone reference. Get your ringtones. Mm -hmm. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Mm -hmm. uh, an essential workers shout out. We haven't done that yet. We will. We haven't done that yet. That's at the end of the show. And uh, someone talks about wanting a hug. Oh, we Those haven't done that yet either. Top ones. Yeah. I do want to hug you, Donald. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, whoever, uh, Brown Bear uh, Moby, you did a good job because um, everybody would uh, would have had a full bingo card. So you guys yeah. go get your go get your fake doctor. Maybe we should, we should put um, that up on the... Maybe put a link to it, Joel. Where can you put it? That's a yeah, good idea. Maybe we can make, since we've got all of this merch coming our way. Yeah, merch. And it's coming soon, people. So just hang on, hang in there. Yeah. Maybe that's how we do it. If you can get your bingo card into Joel, the first one, to, uh, how do we do that? Where we play mm -hmm. a, a big-ass bingo game, and if we fulfill your card... We should start. There's got to be a way to do it where we hand out bingo cards via uh, either email or a website where you sign up and you get a bingo card. Oh, that sounds like so much work. How about we just put this dude's bingo card like on a t shirt or because something? Because it's the same bingo. Well, that's fine too, but it's the same bingo card though. I know, but people yeah. aren't going to really play. It's just the inside joke of it all. No one's going to Who gonna doesn't want to like, fucking play bingo? You think bingo people are going to be like, so okay, the show's starting. Let me get my card out. No, that's not going to happen. It's just a joke. They were getting the booze out when the show started. Yeah, but they said, like, someone told me, I, I read on one of the comments was, good thing this isn't a drinking game because we'd all be shit-faced. <laughs> I was going to say, so you guys do have, from our kombucha friends, GT's Kombucha, 
they are offering to send free kombucha to a fan. So we can either do it through a oh. fan call, or if you guys want oh, to award shit. Mr. Brown Bear, I can reach out to him and say thank you for the bingo card. Yes. Some kombucha. That's a good idea. That's a gr- I, I discovered a new flavor of GT kombucha. GT's what? kombucha. What? Gingerberry. Oh. Gingerberry. It is good. You know, I went to Air One, the the, the health food store here, and I uh-huh. didn't know that there were like so many flavors of GT's kombucha. I th- I just know the ones they sent us. Do you know there's like there's so many flavors? They had a yeah. whole refrigerator rack. It was like let me tell you oh! something. Gingerberry tastes good. Hold on one second, I'll be right back. Okay. He's probably going to get it. So that's a good idea, Joel. We could. I think we give a prize. To a, a fan, a, a fan, a fan, a deserving fan of the week. I love that. And I think well, this we can do bingo, of the month, of the month. Okay, because we're not going to get it that much of yeah. the month. So this one's this month's prize will go to Brown Bear Moby. Yeah, M O V E Moby. Um, for his uh, for his genius fake doctor's real friends bingo card. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'll hit him up on Twitter now, and I'll let uh, GTS know we picked a winner. Donald, while you were away, we decided that we were going to give our monthly GTs prize to the creator of the bingo card. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You, do, okay. Are you okay with that? And you're the co-host. You're the co-creator uh, of the show. Are you okay with that? I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. At, uh, well, well, there you go. So if you have interesting uh, ideas for our show and you want us to... Uh, or merch ideas? Or merch ideas and you want to... Give us, uh, give them to us. Uh, you won't be just giving them to us. You will receive a gift from us. You might receive something as dope as a GT's kombucha care package. Let me tell you something right now. I drink it every day. I'm out. I'm out of my last shipment. Now I go to the store and buy it now. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to have to go buy it, too. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go do what you're supposed to do and go buy it. It's delicious, man. It really is good. Uh, I do it. I I drink when I'm working out. I drink mm. it when I'm just chilling out in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, "Would you like another GT's kombucha?" And I look at her and I go, "Another one." Another one. <laughs> but you remember, you're only supposed to have three a day, Donald. That's what GT himself told us. That's right. Another Don't... one. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. 
And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Daylight savings time is starting up again for most states. The goal? To give everyone more daylight from March through November. By setting clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that. ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash realfriends. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash real friends. Once again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash real friends. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hello, Hello. Jamie Sillinger. <laughs> Sillinger. How do you say your name? Selinger. 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 Jamie Selinger. And there's the last thing for your bingo card. Donald doing Oprah voice. <laughs> How's Hi. it going? Hi, Jamie. Good. How are you? How are you? Good. Good to see you. Welcome to uh, Fake Doctors Real Friends with Donald Faison, Zach Braff, Daniel Goodman, and Joelle Monique. Where are you calling from, Jamie? Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Oh, oh she got her she got her uh championship t-shirt on, y'all. She's flashing her Toronto Raptors championship t-shirt. Too bad they lost uh your boy last year when they lost Kawhi Leonard. Okay, but we're still good. Yeah, you guys are still <laughs> really good. You got not only are you cha- I'm gonna be honest with you, I thought you guys were gonna be I thought you guys were gonna suck this year. But Pascal Suyakum, holy shit, he can play ball. Mm-hmm. Uh 
Your point guard, which is I, uh, I forget Mike Jeminski. Mike Jeminski. No, it's not Mike Jeminski. I forget his name. He has a he has a very unique name. It's like Otis uh, Birdsong. No, it's not Otis Birdsong. <laughs> uh, anyway, he stepped up. He's now averaging sixteen points a game. Uh, you guys got a little bit of a crew over there. You still Jamie, got Kyle you, Lowry. Jamie, uh, Donald said that he wanted to live in Toronto if he could live anywhere. I uh, know. I love that. I was so excited. You should. I love that city. Yeah. It's my kind of town, you know what I mean? What's a good, uh, What do you have a favorite bar, uh, Jamie, that Donald and I should go to when we're in Toronto? Mm. In the T-Dot? In the, when we're in the six? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Toronto food is the best. So okay, what's your favorite restaurant we should go to? Is there a restaurant that you should recommend? Well, that's the thing about Toronto. Toronto is so dope because it's not, it's not American food. It's not Americanized. Yeah. So it's not like you know you go and get Italian American food or you go get uh, or you go get Ethiopian American food. You actually go get food from the culture. So Italian is actually the people that are that live in Little Italy uh, aren't necessarily from canada they're from italy and have moved to little italy in toronto so everything is very authentic when it All comes right. to uh, foods uh, that sounds good i just thought jb might be like oh my god you have to try well, such and such like well, like, uh, I imagine say, she's like in and out is an amazing burger <laughs> like i say if you come to los angeles you have to try salt's cure it's like the best restaurant in town isn't that that restaurant that you own yeah but it's good <laughs> i love that place salt's <laughs> yeah. cure they do have a great brunch i gotta tell you Salt right, Jamie. does have a great brunch. I know. <laughs> uh, Jamie, sorry, this episode that you just joined has really gone off the rails today. It's all <laughs> over the place, but uh, it will always be remembered as a crazy one. Do you have a question okay. for, uh, for Oprah over here? Yes, I do. Um, you said that memorizing lines were really difficult for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering when you had to do um, the episode where you were speaking in Spanish, how did that go for you? Mm. I don't remember, to be honest with you, but I imagine I, uh, Judy was hanging out around the set to make sure I said my lines correctly. Uh, if I if I remember correct, if I remember, I, I believe that was the case. But I didn't have to speak a lot of Spanish. I had to speak very little Spanish. I think Turk spoke poor Spanish, as a matter of fact, didn't he? Or he yeah, was learning it so he could talk to uh, Carla's brother, who spoke mm-hmm. Spanish, and he kept messing up. Anyway, uh, oh, I forgot about your whole nemesis that was her brother. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, Jamie. I, I, I'm sure they fed me lines off camera, and that's how I was able to do. Donald's it. very good at mimicking Jamie, so he could, he can like mimic things really, really well. Um, so I'm sure that someone was probably just saying it, and he was just like copying it. Yeah, if you can listen. If you can make, if it's going to make my performance better, I have no problems with line readings. But if it's not going to make my performance better, please don't do it. Yeah, well, this wasn't wouldn't really be a line reading if someone just saying repeat after me. Sure, if somebody was like, say it like this, que hora es, you know what I mean? Okay, que hora es, you know what I mean? That's a line reading. That was perfect. I said it just like I said it. Yeah, good job. Uh, What else, Do you have another question? Do you have a question for Zach Braff? Yes, I do. Um... I'm wondering, because when I would watch it back, I swear my thinking was in your voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, because um, you haven't really talked about the voiceover work, so what was that process like? That's a good question. No one That's has a, asked that, that. Nobody's ever asked that either. By the way, That's Jamie, really kudos to you, because after after 20 years of being on the show, Donald and I pretty much know the 
the 20 questions we're going to get asked. And you have gone outside the box. No one has ever asked me the voiceover process. Um, on set, because we had to time out, you know, a lot of times our movement around, there would be timed out for how long my voiceover was. So in the rehearsal, I would read it just so everyone could get a sense of its place in the scene. And then while we were doing the scene, my stand-in, whose name was Scott Rabidou, would would read it. So if we're in the middle of a scene and you kind of, you know, we all had to pause for the voiceover, uh, Scott Rabidou would be off camera reading the voiceover. And then at a certain point in the week, um, I'd find a time to go down. Um, uh, there, um, w They built a, a sound booth studio into the hospital. And I would go down into the sound booth and, uh, and record all my voiceovers for the episode. And I'd go into the booth and I'd kind of read each one three or four times, um, kind of trying different ways of doing it, trying different speeds of doing them. And, th and that would, those are what they'd use for editing. Then there were times Bill would come, hey, will you come in here? I want you to redo this one for this reason. Or, hey, will you come into the edit room? I rewrote this one. Or, hey, you got to do this one way faster. And we'd tweak it as we went along. But just so the editors had something to work with, I would go in and kind of lay them all down. And um, <clears throat> that's how it was done. Very subtle thing that probably only sound engineers would notice is there was a different microphone used for the boom mic that was recording the actors on, on set versus a sort of more voiceover style um microphone um, for the voiceovers. And they always added a tiny bit of little reverb, a tiny bit of little echo to the voiceovers so that if it was ever unclear, the audience in their head could distinguish between a voiceover and JD really talking, which would only happen sometimes if you were like, if I was off camera, you'd be like, wait, is JD saying that out loud or is that a voiceover? So they added this little bit of effect onto the voiceover that not everyone notices. That's great. Do you that have another great, question? We'll give was, you another one. Yeah, that was such a good question, Jamie. Now you really, you really... Uh, Set the bar high. <laughs> um, I guess, what is a scene that you can remember that was just so funny you guys could barely get through it? Ooh. Um, singing guy love to each other. Singing that was, guy, that singing was guy love. When, when, when um, he holds up his fist and I say, you're the only man that's ever been inside of me. And you grab my fist? Yeah. Whoa, and then, whoa, and then whoa. And Donald goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I just took out his appendix. There's and no I go, need and to I go, clarify. And he goes, oh, oh no. no. No, no, you go like this. You go, oh, no. Oh, like, no. I, oh, no. I feel like we should clarify. <laughs> There's no need to clarify. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Just let it grow more and more each day. It's, it's like, like I married man. my best friend. But in a totally manly way. Let's go. <laughs> what, I love, what I love about the let's go was the let's go was let's go to the end of the bed and sing yeah, the rest and of sing the, the song. song. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. It's let's go. Sky love. Let's go to the let's walk two feet to the right and sing the rest of this song. Let's go. <laughs> it's anyway. Guy love. <laughs> compromise. The feeling, the feeling of, of some, some other, other guy. guy holding up your heart into the sky. Oh, anyway. I'll be there to share through all the lows. I'll be there to share the highs. Do your, do your Michael Jackson thing. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say, I love you, Turk, it's not what it implies. <laughs> it's guy love between two guys. That sounds like Phantom of the Opera. But that's bum, what it does. Bum, 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 bum. 
Um, anyway, look at that, Jamie. You got us to sing "I Love." Um, <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. I wish I could send you GT's kombucha, but Joelle already gave it away. <laughs> we only get a monthly supply. We only get one pallet a month to give away. Joelle, we're going to need more <laughs> gifts to give to people because you've gotten me on this. You know, on real radio shows, they always you're in give a away. Car- you're in a giving mood right now, dude. Well, listen, you know, on a real radio show, they're always giving away shit. I got two tickets to see Steely Dan, whatever it is. Like, I really want to give Dan. shit. I was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> I want to give shit away. Babyface. Okay. Live at the Palladium. <laughs> Doing all the hits. I'll buy your clothes. Is that a Babyface song? I'll pay your rent. I'll make your dinner for you. As soon as I get home from work, I'll... (laughs) That's the song? I'll pay your rent? Dude, Babyface could write songs about anything. He wrote a song called Shoop, and the whole song is Shoop. 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 Shoop-a-doo. Shoop. Shoop. My love. All you got to do is shoot, shoot, shoot. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix sleep mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. 
Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places And people like the song? This shit was a number one hit <laughs> oh, this, shit yeah, was on the, this shit was number one It was one of Whitney Houston's biggest hits Wait, didn't we go to Babyface's house once? <laughs> yeah, for, remember, yes That's right and all I remember Halloween was, party at the freaking whatchamacallit at the uh at the uh Playboy Mansion. At the Playboy Mansion. And we went with uh we went with my old manager, Evan Haney. We went with Babyface's wife at the time. Right. And we went to Babyface's house. And we went to I remember us walking in and being like, holy shit. There was a guard gate. Size. I remember that a house yeah. had its own guard gate. It looked I like I, he I thought that a, was I thought that was baller. I was like, one yeah. day I need my own guard gate. He but the property <laughs> was huge. It was like yeah. He had tennis courts. He had yeah. a big ass field. Yeah, baby, babyface did well for himself. Yeah, you, you think? Is he still with that that woman who was your manager, ex manager? No, they broke up. Oh, so she, she went got on, half. Her name was Tracy. She, she went probably on got Tracy the guard Edmonds. gate. She probably got the guard gate. She's she's done very well for herself. She's a very she's a movie producer. She's she's uh she's she's managed. Anyway, quite a I've, few actors I've seen the house that Shoop 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 got, and it was dope. Well, I think that's the. I think that was the the one that Boys to Men got him because you know Babyface wrote ah uh, ah uh, he wrote a uh, end of the road still I, I can't let go. go it's so natural you belong to, to me. me I belong to you <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could have been in Boys to Men no no I could have been no. Because I can sing um, falsetto really well. I could have been the guy who always does falsetto. No. End of the road. Don't they need no. a guy who always sings falsetto? Do you remember that time we met Neo? Who's Neo? Oh, boy. Oh, no. You're breaking my heart now, man. <laughs> Is he You're someone in Boys to Men? Heart. No, he's not someone in Boys <laughs> to Men. But we were in Vegas. Now at that time, Patrick came to Vegas to meet us in Vegas. And his wife threw up all over the place, and they had to leave in the middle of the yeah in the middle Remember of the that? show, right? And but we introduced uh, Neo. We, yeah, I don't know who it is. I know we introduced him. I don't know his music. He wrote so sick of love songs, so sad and slow. I know that. Why all can I, I turn off the radio? I remember that we were at this club and they said, "Would you guys want to come introduce Neo?" And at first we were like, "No, no, no, thank you. We're just here to have fun." But wait, that's very sweet of you, ask. Thank you. Then we got hammered and they were like, "Do you want to introduce Neo?" We were like, "Yes, yeah! we do." 
fuck yeah, we do. And we're like on stage being like, yeah. There was I didn't a pole on stage and we jumped on the pole yeah, like there we was were like strippers. A, there was a stripper pole and we were like sliding around the pole. And then we were like, and I was like, in my head, I had no idea who Neo was. But I'm like, y'all ready for Neo? <laughs> He sings, he's, you know, he sings that song with Pitbull. Uh, what's the big song? Excuse me, excuse me. I might die, 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 I should tonight. I might not see tomorrow. Tonight, on and up for you tonight. And and up for you. We might not know. That one. We might not see tomorrow. Let's do it tonight. (laughs) Joelle looks like she's about to light a lighter and hold it in the sky right now. Here for it. Let's do it tonight. (laughs) No? Okay. Donald, you should put out an album. I am. I'm going to put out greatest hits. And it's only going to be the first five lines of every song that I know. I feel like I'm not lying. If I wasn't your best friend and just knew you, I would buy the Donald Faison cover tracks album. But it would only be five lines. It would be like, tonight, I'm in love for you tonight. Although we've come to the end of the, blame it on the night. Oh, when you are be here in my arms. Uh, Something like that. You're going to need a nap after this episode. I know, man. This is what I mean, y'all. He goes hard, and then he's going to get woozy and need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm woozy. I'm woozy, yo. You guys have any more questions or things for Jamie? That would be a good – by the way, that would be another one. That would be a good good, uh, notification. I'm woozy. I'm woozy, yo. (laughs) Another one. Another one. I'm woozy. I I would so love my notification whenever I got a text to be like, I'm woozy. Jamie, we loved having you on our show. Jamie, um, it was a pleasure. Jamie, you really represented Toronto and Canada well. Um, She's from the T-Dot. Give it up for the T-Dot, y'all. And thank you for coming on. Thunderous applause for the six. Give her some thunderous applause. Oh, look at that. She got a Garden State. Oh, thank you. Jamie's representing, holding up her Garden State DVD. Thank you, Jamie. That's a good movie. Donald was almost in it, but he didn't read it. Um, As many of you know, he couldn't find time to read it. Well, Thank listen, you, I have guys. seen the movie several times now. Yes. To make up for it, I've seen the movie several times. Did you know, Jamie, I once flew to London to watch Zach perform in a play? Yes, at the Duke of York's Theater in the West End. Yeah, yes. I paid my own ticket money. Oh, that was nice fly, of you. To fly to London and watch Zach Braff. Dude, I feel like we did the show already. I know though. we did, but this episode was... I'm sorry to the audience. I We we it, we started at 11. I had a Red Bull. Uh, I can't... Donald must be drinking. I'm not drinking. I am. I am. I am on my uh, on my Joe Rogan pill, though. Oh God! And I want you to know something that um, if this episode is 11 minutes long, it's because we had to edit a lot of shit out of it. So I apologize. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about a lot of things that we want you to hear, but we're just ashamed. We're not ashamed, but we're scared that you're going to shame us for it. Yeah, and that's the last thing anybody ever wants to be ashamed. We don't want to be shamed. So if you're wondering yourself, hey, I'm about to go on a jog. Why is this episode 11 minutes long? It's because Donald needed to be censored. At the end of the road. I could be in that band, dude. I feel fucking... Dude, I I would love to have seen Boys to Men it would well, imagine the four four of them and then you singing with them. <laughs> well, I did uh, Boys to Menorah with Charlie. Remember, that's how we met. Absolutely. But I would. But that's not how you met. But I would love to have seen right. you 
being the boys to men band back in the day. It's like that one black guy that's in all the white bands. You know, there's the white oh bands it's to make it so that it works. Just so we can have it so that not only white people listen to our music, let's put a let's put a brother in the band. Just Do you to remember the Eddie Murphy sketch in. where he was the fifth Beatle? Yeah, I'll, she loves you. Was she loves you, man? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a ticket to ride. Was she got a ticket to ride? And the bitch don't care, man. <laughs> if you guys have help never seen, help me, man. If you if you never seen the sketch where Eddie Murphy uh, was the fifth Beatle on SNL, please go watch it. That shit's hilarious. That's one of the fun. That's that he had some funny. Oh, listen, God. I wish I could be friends with Eddie Murphy, Donald. Can we so make that I. happen? Why can't he be our friend? I feel like I would, if I could put him in a movie, if I could, if I could just get to work with him as a as a as a director actor, that's how it would start. Right? We could be friends with him. That's what you do. That it's not really a part for him. With. No, it's not really a part for Eddie in this new one. Right. I am writing. By the way, I I just wrote before this podcast a letter to a thespian who I would love to be in my movie, who's one of your favorites. That's all I'm going to say. I can't I can't say more, but I'm going to off the air tell you. Don't guess. But I'm gonna off the air tell you who it is, and I hope this is. I'm putting out into the universe. Now, you, you fans, you listeners, you friends of ours will be the first to know if he says yes. Leo? <laughs> no, it's not Leo. Although we, everybody knows about your Leo crush, buddy. It's okay. It I do love me some Leo, man. I know, I know. Come on, man. There's nobody better. I'm I sorry. feel like you want. I feel like you want to hide the peep with Leo. No, no, I don't want to. Come on, man. I think. I think. Come on, man. No, the dude's fucking amazing, though. Let's I know he's amazing, but you talk about him a lot. It's like, you trying to play hide the peep? There are certain trying people to dock? on this you trying to do- Are you trying to dock? No, I'm not trying to dock. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to dock, would you, would you dock Leo? If someone put a gun to your head and say, dock someone now! I dock you, dude. Oh, thank you. Five, six, seven, eight! About show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who loved to hate I said, here's a story Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use. 
and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 